y'all know about sports. You are now, you are now, you are now, you are now listening to the Best Damn Sports Podcast, period, 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 period. Welcome back, everyone, to the What Do Women Know About Sports Podcast. I am Brie Nicole. And I am Vicky D. Welcome back. What's up, Victoria? Good. We got, we, we got so much to discuss this week. Okay. What you, so where do we start? Okay, so we gotta we gotta start off, you know, with our uh, sucky Cardinals right now. I hate to say it, but they've been a little wishy washy. Um, so previously, they have played the Cubs. They have swept the Cubs, and then later on, the Cubs swept them. Okay, and then after that, they played the Marlins, which they won two out of the three games, which is good. Okay, on a on a on a roll. All right. And so they play the Mets currently, right now as we speak. And so far they have won two out of the four meetings. So I need them to keep this going. Okay. They're now currently in third place in the National League Central. So they're three and a half games behind the Brewers. One game behind the Cubs or two games or whatever. So. Come on, y'all. We, we, it's still a long season, but just got to get that momentum going. I guess. I mean, I'm a I'm a doctor fan. Oh, so, here you go. I mean, listen. <laughs> How are your Dodgers doing, Trader? I guess that's it doing all right. Listen, I'm not really a Dodgers fan. I'm just saying that until the Quarters get their act together, I'm, I'm just on the fence. <laughs> but I will say that I am proud of them for winning um like their little series with the um it was the series against was it the Phillies? No. Who did they play on um, where they won two out of the three? Uh... It was a game it was some games this week where they won two out of the three. And then they won last night on Friday against the Mets in the first game of this series. I'm, I'm yeah, they played the Marlins. So, okay, so the series against the Marlins, they won like two out of those three games, and then they started a new series on Friday, and they are playing the Mets, and they won the very first game. So I give them kudos, two claps for all of that. Um, but listen, you still have to prove me wrong. Like, prove me wrong. That's all I'm saying. And why you gotta you gotta come back on this side? You got we gotta we gotta root for our team. I just right now. <laughs> all for Freebird, okay. All for Freebird, because like he he doesn't play. He's the mascot. What? <laughs> I'm all for Freebird. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, your right. your St. Louis Cardinals need to just get it together. However, um, someone at my job told me um she was saying that. We thought the Blues were going to be sucky, and, and we were saying they suck, and look at them. However, we're going to get to the Blues later. But, I mean, I get that. So, maybe I will give the Cardinals a little bit more leeway. You got to. It's still early in the season. I guess. But we're going to see. We are going to see. All right, then. Okay, so next on the docket, I'm just going to give you all just like a couple like little fun facts of the week. 
So first up, we have Swin Cash. If you if you do not know who Swin Cash is, she is a WNBA legend. Um, she retired from the game in 2016. Swin Cash has now been hired as the new vice president of basketball operations and team development with the same, with the New Orleans Pelicans. And then we have next, we have Lindsay Gottlieb. She is the new assistant coach for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Before this job, um, Lindsay was the head coach of the women's basketball team at the University of, at the University of California, Berkeley. This is amazing news for women in sports. All right. Amazing news. Like I think it's pretty awesome how like a woman is now a assistant coach, like for a men's basketball team. It kind of reminds me of like Becky Hammond, like she's been there, done that. So like, it's great to see like more women getting these positions. Oh, for sure. Swim's working in the front office of a men's like pro basketball team. That's like big. So I'm here for all of these great accomplishments. I'm here for these new positions. Continue to hire these women who know the game and know the game well. Well, you know, this is what Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, you know, wanted to hire like more females, yeah. you know, like referees and coaches. So it's a good start. It's a great start. Like I'm here for it. Like I, I believe that they are going to bring like great things um, to those respective teams, and I just look, I look forward to seeing their progress and just and just to see their growth in their new positions. Yep. So congrats to them. Congratulations. <laughs> Okay. Women power. Yay. No. <laughs> girl power. I love girl power. So while we're on the topic of girl power, let's discuss our United States women's national soccer team. Oh, they're kicking butt. <laughs> they are on their quest currently in France um, to defend their world championship title. They played a game on, I believe it was Monday or Tuesday of this week. They played Thailand. They won that game 13 to nothing. Woo! Listen. Eesh. Isn't that like the highest, like, highest scoring game? Like, even in men's, like. I mean, the men's team, yeah. it, but whatever. Um, <laughs> that's a big win. So, congrats to those ladies. However,. On the negative side, there have been some haters. There have been some haters, I will say, um, who are mad at the women's team like scoring this many points. I I want to pose the question that if the men had played this game and the men played Thailand and the men would have scored thirteen points, and they would have scored like thirteen points, with with the media or some media still have the same like negative reactions they are giving the women because i have seen or read a couple articles and some tweets and seen a few videos where news commentators are calling the women's team disgraceful unsportsmanlike it's disrespectful to score that many goals against a team and celebrate each goal listen i don't care what they're saying Celebrate your goals. Celebrate this win because you worked for it. No, I don't think it's right. Um, to, I don't think it's fair um, to diminish what these women are doing. They go out on that field. They play hard. They work hard, and they won. And they they won this game fair and square. So don't diminish them by saying they cannot celebrate these goals. Oh uh, yeah, you celebrate each and every goal and celebrate to your fullest. Yes, do that. Yeah, they always you know they they always try to tear women down. They're always trying to 
disrespect us. If this men's team were to do the same thing and celebrate after the ninth goal, they would have no problem with that. And this goes for other sports too, not just soccer. Because, you know, in tennis, when Serena Williams would show some emotion, that one time, you know, that one time, and everybody, really. But if a man were to do that, oh, it's no problem. I just, like, I think that's trash. I think that's trash to ask them not to celebrate and not to score any more goals. If the clock is still running, you still play. Play until the clock ends in the very last inning or, or however soccer goes. You play until the game is over. Play your play until the game is over. And if that means that you score more goals, you score those goals and you celebrate after each goal. Yes. Exactly. I, I think that that's trash. I think that's trash to even want them to like not celebrate like their accomplishment. Nope, that's trash. Garbage. Exactly. I don't like that. And, I mean, and this, is, this is men who are... Men are upset. No. True. Are it some women? And some women. So I saw a video of... of a Canadian news channel, those women were saying, I find it disgraceful and unsportsmanlike. Who asked y'all? Y'all play for Canada. This is the U.S. team. Why are y'all even commenting on what we do? And we don't comment on what y'all do, so why do y'all care? Why do you, Why are you caring about the what? Why are you caring about what this women's team is doing? Why? I'm and furthermore, a lot of the players on the um, a, a a lot of the players currently on the women's national team, they are new, meaning this is their first ever World Cup. If they want to score a goal, you score that goal and celebrate it. They may not ever be in this position again because you you have to always like reapply and retry out and retrain to make the team. So if if this is their first World Cup, live it up, enjoy it, score your goal and and celebrate. I think it's I I find it to be so like disrespectful and disheartening to even fix your mouth to like ask these women to like not celebrate they no that that's trash complete trash yeah I don't like that that's complete trash but like that's my question though if this were the men's team would this be the same reaction no it won't be no it wouldn't be that that's obvious that's complete garbage. That's garbage. So, I'm just sending my good luck and positive energy and light to the women's um, national team because I want them to, like, you know, defend their championship and bring it home just for that and, and rub it in their faces, to rub it in their faces. <laughs> I hope so, too, man. I don't like disrespectful stuff. And now I find I think that's very, like, disrespectful, and, and I, don't, I don't care for stuff like that. I agree. I agree. So, moving on from girl power, because girls rule and when we run the world, um, <laughs> let's get into, like, some trade rumors. Well, not really rumors, because, you know, it, the I think the NBA season is over. Um, so now... It is over. Yeah, but it is over. Sorry. <laughs> now we're moving on to, like, you know, the draft, trades, and all of that good jazz. All the good stuff, behind the scenes stuff. The stuff all the good stuff. So, this week, it came out according to Adrian Wojnarowski. Woj, shout out to Woj. Um, He stated um, that um, Kyrie Irving is expected to sign with Rock Nation ahead of free agency. And that Kyrie has, he has also parted ways with his longtime agent, 
Jeff Weschler just 18 days before the start of free agency. So, what does this mean for Mr. Irving? Is he leaving Boston? He might. He just leave. Honestly, where you said just leave, just pack your bags. He needs to go. Just I, I said in the previous podcast that Kyrie is not a leader. He <laughs> lead anybody's team. <laughs> okay, he needs to be that second man. You know what I'm saying? So he needs to go. <laughs> so just pack your bags, Kyrie. Just pack your bags and just go. But like, so according to reports, he is in talks of signing a deal, or he really wants to be with the Nets. That's so, what I heard. So if he goes to the Nets, um, would he be the number one or the number two? I don't know. Just don't be the number one because it's not working out for you, buddy. <laughs> I mean, but is there already a number one there? No. So if he goes to the Nets, he's going to be the number one. Well, if that's the case, you might as well just stay where you at. No. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, Boston fan, just don't leave. <laughs> leave. I'm just saying, is there currently a, a number one there already? Not really. Okay, number two. Okay, then. So if he. Aren't they trying to get Anthony Davis, though? Um, I've been hearing talks about him going with. I mean, listen, I've been hearing some talks about him going with the Lakers, maybe okay. to the Nets. You know, I've been, I've been hearing some things. Okay. Be so I'm just trying to figure it out. Like if he go, if he decides to leave Boston and he goes to the Nets, and you're saying he's better suited, and you're saying he's better suited and better equipped to be a number two, is there currently a number one already with the Brooklyn Nets? I don't think that there is. I I, can't. I mean, you got D'Angelo Russell, but. Uh, I think so because I I've also read that if they offer Kyrie a deal, they are not going to stick around with D'Angelo Russell. Oh, really? It says that the Nets are the Nets are highly unlikely to keep D'Angelo Russell if they sign Kyrie Irving, and that's per Ian Begley. So he's like another reporter. So hey, well, they got to get somebody to join Kyrie. Simple as it. Mm, so that's that's my question. If you don't if you don't feel that he's number one, I feel that Kyrie can be a number one on on some team. But if he is going to be a number two, he has to go somewhere where there's already a number one in place. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. And from the looks of it, it doesn't look like there's a number one in Brooklyn. <laughs> Welcome to Brooklyn. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm interested to see where he goes. I am. I think this is going to be a very interesting um, off season. I want to know like where Anthony Davis is going to go because like he's been with the Pelicans a minute. So like, right. where is he going to go? Um, do you think? Oh, question. Do you think if the Marcus Cousins? did not go to the Warriors this past season and he stayed with Anthony Davis in New Orleans, do you think they would have been a contender? Nope. Well, <laughs> no, quick. She didn't even think about it. The Marcus cousin is okay. Like, okay. He, I mean, he was he injured? He was injured in his finals, right? Um. Yeah, I think he came back during this series with the right. Raptors. He did play game six. Uh, no, I, I I don't think so. No. 
Okay, that's a question. I'm just trying to, like, you know, I'm just trying to get your thoughts on things, you know. <laughs> I'm just trying to get your thoughts. On you? I'm just saying, man, like, I'm just curious to see, like, what this offseason is going to bring. Um, however, I will say that after these NBA finals have ended, con- and we're going to discuss, but I'm going to start by saying now congratulations to the Toronto Raptors on winning their very first. Um, NBA championship. They worked hard for it. They worked for it. Um, but 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 in regards to more free agency news, Kawhi is also going to be a free agent. But I think he'll stay with the Raptors. I mean, that's the thing though. You never really know with you never really know with Kawhi Leonard. You never know. (laughs) You never know. He can give you all the smiles and a little crazy laugh. All he all he (laughs) wants. But you never know with Kawhi Leonard. You never know. I don't think he might stay. I think it'd be best for him to stay because, like, he just brought the city their first championship. Yeah, why would you leave? It's Kawhi Leonard. Like, you never know. Like, I keep telling you that. It's Kawhi Leonard. So, apparently, Kawhi Leonard is the first person ever to win uh, MVP in both the Eastern and Western conferences. Yes, he is. Yeah. That, 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 that. I didn't know that. That's pretty awesome. Listen, he played hard. He he. They worked for this. They worked for this win. They did, but I kind of felt. I don't know. Like I felt like ah. Something about this. This whole series was weird. I know exactly where you're going with this because I had this conversation with um this young man in my job yesterday, and I was saying like I'm taking I'm taking nothing from the Toronto Raptors. I feel like they fought their way through this whole entire playoff series. They had a battle with the Phillies. I mean, with, with with the 76ers. I'm sorry. They had a battle with Giannis and the Bucks. So they battled their way through this entire playoff series and these NBA finals. So I take nothing from them. However, I, I just – and and I and I do not want to sound like a hater for saying this. Like y'all know that I'm more of a Warriors fan because of Kevin Durant, but um, it just I've I just want to know like how just like how it would have felt if if we would have if or or if they would have played a Warriors team at full strength. That's what I'm saying. It just this win don't feel right because I like to see people at their best. The best of the best, you know what I'm saying? These, right. I don't know. Like, I hate that everybody was injured because you can't really tell, like, who's the best of the best. Like, we need everybody at their healthy. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, this this win felt so weird to me. I don't know. I'm not going to say it felt weird. It's just. It did to me. I just want to know what would the outcome have been if they played a Warriors team at full strength. I think it would have still been a game seven. Oh, yeah. For sure. But, but I believe it would have went to game seven. But um, with that game seven have went to Toronto or to Golden State? That's my only question. See, that's hard. That's hard. But then you had Clay Thomas who was killing it in game six. So I feel like if he hadn't have been injured, would they have won that night? And these are only questions that we can ask just because, like, we don't know. We You you just don't know. 
And so you ask these type of questions because you don't know. But however, I just want to, and I just want to keep, I just, just want to keep stating it and, and making sure our listeners know that we're taking nothing away from the Toronto Raptors. Well, no, not at all. Kawhi played his butt off. And Kyle Lowry, boy, dude, this dude blew up in this game. Like, I was like, who is this dude? Who? Where, where has he been? He showed up. He, he showed did. Up. He showed up when it counted. He showed up when it mattered, and, and that played a part in them winning this championship. However, I will say that I am happy for Toronto winning, mainly because I was, because, like, I was a Kevin Durant fan when he played for the Thunder, and um, I, I like the squad. What, now he was a supersonic? What? Oh, you're not a fan. First of all, I don't even, I don't even like that. You're not a fan. I don't even like the, the, the name. You gotta be with him at the beginning. <laughs> if you want to go back to the beginning, I was a fan of when he played at Texas. If you, if you, okay, do you want to go there or not? <laughs> All right, fair, touche, touche. <laughs> All right, you got me. Um. But I was a fan of his then and like the squad that they had. So I'm happy for Sergi Baca. Oh, he got his first ring. Right. ring. And and another hometown kid, um, um Patrick McGall. Like he got he got his third championship ring. His first two were with Golden State in the last two previous seasons. Now he plays for the Raptors who got a ring with him. Jeremy Lynn with the ring. Ain't do nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ain't do nothing. Yeah. Get paid and got a ring to do nothing. Listen, life. Life. <laughs> Complete life. Complete life. But I don't. So here's the thing. Congrats to them. Congratulations to Drake. Oh my God. He's an honorary uh, member. He's an honorary member. I can't imagine what he was going through when they won Thursday night. Oh my god, that dude! I'm here for the Drake antics. Like it, the whole interview, like he was part of the team. Like what? what? Like who allowed him to do a press conference after the? Why are we giving him? <laughs> why? You know what? You, you know what? At this point, Aubrey, live your life. Live your best life. All right, this y'all first one, so live it up. I ain't mad. I ain't mad. I'll be the same way. Aubrey, live your life, okay? Just, li- just whatever. Just live your life, Aubrey. Just live your life. Okay. So he did drop. You know, he did drop a song uh, like an hour ago. I heard, I heard yeah. he dropped two. Um, I have not played them as of yet. Yeah. I, I heard he dropped two. Called so, Omerta yeah. and Money in the Grave. Hmm. Oh, so are those about the Raptors or, or what? I, I don't know. Yeah, so he brings up like a bunch of he he name drops a bunch of like NBA players like uh LeBron James for moving from the Cavaliers to the Lakers. He said Bronny Bonner Brentwood like he's still at Akron. <laughs> okay, Drake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Drake Aubrey out here losing his mind. Oh man, Drake is hilarious. But yeah. good good win, good win, good win. I'm mad, but. I ain't mad either, but 
I'm not so mad. what what does this mean for the, the the dynasty is over? Is it over? Are they gonna win next year? So here's the thing. Steph and Draymond, after the game, they both did like their like their press conferences and they was like, Don't count us out. Like the like the rain is not over, like the like we still have like a, a lot more to give. This is just a setback for a major comeback in many ways. And I truly believe that. Listen, the Warriors were an amazing team this season. They fought. They got here. They won a complete season without Kev. I mean, not a season. They won a complete series in this playoffs without Kevin Durant. That shows a testament as to who they were. So, and and they won before without even having Kevin on their team. So like I don't think it's over. I just feel like they I just feel like this wasn't their moment. This moment belongs to the Toronto Raptors. You know what I'm saying? So they 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 okay. So in the beginning of the game, Raptors will Kyle Lowry was killing it in the first quarter. And then like, toward like the second half, the game just peace on. Like it was like a back and forth kind of thing. So I'm like the Warriors, they're a good team. To be still keeping up with the Raptors without Kevin Durant and without uh, Clay Thompson for a minute. So my thing is, it's like uh, they could have won this if they wanted to. And then, so yeah, Steph Curry, who did not show up, like he was like, you can't be an MVP can't and not show up. That's cool. You letting all your other teammates, you know, you you know, assisting the ball to all your other teammates, helping all your other teammates. but Steph Curry, you you are Steph Curry. You need to show up and show out in this game. He was nowhere. So. And I get it. I get it. I mean, we just, we're just going to have to, like, just wait and see what the 2019-2020 season brings. Um, But listen, guys, l- let me just say that on last week's episode, Victoria let me know that um Kevin Durant or Steve Kerr had made it known that Kevin Durant was not – that Kevin Durant was cleared, but Kevin was not ready to come back. And it was it said it was questionable that he he would be in game five. And I made this whole fuss about I mean, like, why isn't he ready? Clay got injured one game and Clay was trying to fight to play the next game. So Kevin came back and he played in that game five. That first his his eleven points on that he had in game five were needed for them to win that game five. However, in the second quarter, he he went down. And you can see, I found a video where they zoomed in on his leg, and you can see the muscle in his leg shift. And so reports came back out after that that he did um, injure his Achilles. And he may be out. He's, he's out um, for the entire 1920 season. But let me just say that, this shows who Kevin Durant is as a player. This shows his love for the game. I believe that he knew deep down inside that he was not ready to play in Game Five, but he wanted, to, but he wanted to go out there and support his his teammates, his brothers, and so he went. And you can just see the devastation in their eyes, like when he went down. You can see it. Yeah, he definitely should not have, have uh, won in Game Five. Like it, it would have been more worth it because they lost either way so it would have been more worth it to him not have played in game five and would have had a better he would have healed faster and been much better in the next season so now he's going to miss basically the entire season and clay thomas probably or clay thompson sorry probably 
So it would have been more beneficial if he had not played. I'm just saying. Um, I I understand that, but I feel like him going out there and playing, and I know he's injured. It put him. I think people view him in a different light. They view him as someone they see now that you. And and I think it's ridiculous, but like someone let me know, or they stated to me that they view him now as someone who loves this game. Okay, they, so if he had not come out in game five, he don't love the game. If he hadn't played, he don't you know love the game now. Like I feel, what? I feel that people are crazy. They think the most outlandish things. That's how people think, and you know that. Man, stop! What health is more important? Than a ba- basketball game. Right. I feel I'm like sure. your health is more important. I feel like you don't have to prove anything to fans who who aren't even in your tax bracket. <laughs> and I oop, no. <laughs> you don't have to prove a thing to us or anybody who is a hater of yours or a troll. We like we're not in your tax bracket. You don't you don't have to prove that to us. Don't prove nothing to me. Just give me your love. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm just saying, like, you don't have to prove that to us, but I think that people view him differently, but however, I wish him a speedy recovery, like, the season won't be the same without him, because... Clay Thompson, too, oh, man. and I'm getting to that, like, Clay Thompson, he he injured himself in Game 6, Um, he went up for a dunk, and he came down awkwardly, and, and he came down awkwardly, Um, he tore a heel... Clay actually was walking down the tunnel and came back and shot his his two free throws. Clay is a different type of animal, man. He's a different type of beast, and like I wish him a he had to he had to, he had to make his free yeah, throws. Um, he, had to um, he had to because if he did it, um, um he wouldn't have been allowed um to come back into the game if he was cleared um right um to return. So um I wish him a anybody could have done that. You know, Kobe would have. So like. <laughs> Anybody would have done it. Yeah, and Clay is going to be out for at least until February of next season, at least. Yeah, man, that's going. I don't know. So, and and like it poses the question of what is free agency going to look like for Clay and Kevin because they are both free agents. This, but I feel like I think Kevin is probably going to stay and try to. Well, he probably is going to have to stay because. So like, he can't do anything. So according to news that like you know I've read like since these incidents have happened, um the Warriors intend to offer five year max deals to both KD and Clay. Hmm. So, but like you know these are all speculations. These are all rumors. Like none of us truly know until it actually happens. Right. So pretty much they're saying he can opt out in the final year of his contract and earn like thirty one million uh, to rehab. And then hit the open market after next season. So it's just, you know, it's just, um, it's just kind of weird. Like it's going to be an odd season not to have Clay at the like the first half of the season, and then KD at all in the in the next NBA season. It's just going to be it's just going to be odd. I don't know, but the Warriors still won them. So and let we'll me see. say this: I found it very disgusting. How when KD went down the Toronto, I found it disgusting how the the Raptor fans were booing. Ah, disgusting. So we, I, I mean, not booing. I'm sorry. They were cheering. So we cheer now when players get hurt. Is that what we do? You know, that's what people do. But you, they weren't cheering for him to get up. No, when he went down, <laughs> I saw a video. <laughs> 
sitting down and he was like he was laying on the and he was sitting on the court and he was like saying like all right guys like 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 heal me up i saw a video where it was a dude like who was sitting on the court like his seats were, like on the court kind of he was waving and laughing saying yeah yeah that's that's what we do now oh okay. uh, can canadian fans aren't aren't nice are they <laughs> as much as people think canada is nice that's not too, that's not polite well this is toronto so <laughs> but i will say like um i will say like good or big ups to the Toronto Raptors players for saying like, nah, like we don't do that. Yeah, and I seen, I seen a few of them like, like, nah, man, nah, stop it. I seen them. And Drake, for some reason, was extra emotional. Who? <laughs> Drake. He was extra emotional. He was right. Get get that man an Oscar because he be out here tripping. <laughs> so I'm just saying like. I didn't. I wasn't aware that that's what we do now when when people get injured. But okay, whatever. I won't be visiting Toronto. <laughs> I won't be visiting Toronto because, like, I I just feel like that's disgusting. Like, I feel like whether or not this player plays for your team, if somebody gets injured in that manner, never do you supposed to cheer for that. Right. They're still human at the end of the day. So one of your players. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't but, like that. Yeah, I would like these Warriors. Uh. Fans, if Kawhi were to get hurt, you wouldn't appreciate that. Yeah, like that's disgusting. That's complete trash. They, they gotta do better. Fix that. But, I mean, on both ends, the Warriors fans are trash too for you know, you know, Steph's mom or whatever. You know, so it goes both ways. Mm, okay, yes, yes, okay. <laughs> U.S. and Canadian fans are trash. But yeah, again though, congrats to the Raptors. Like they won their very first championship. I think that's big. That's gonna be big for the city. Um, I'm not sure when their parade is, but I believe it's gonna be. I'm sure Drake will have a whole concert. I'm um, just. Oh, I was just gonna say. Drake is he's he's one of the most, but I feel like he he's excited for his city, his country. So like, big ups to them. That's that's major news. That's major. So now we got to talk about another first ever champion. Shout out to my city. Drum roll, please. <laughs> so it took 52 years. Oh, 52 years, y'all. 52 years. Oh. But on Wednesday night, our very own St. Louis Blues won their very first yes. Cup. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I called Victoria and we was like on the phone. I was like, Victoria, we really finna legit win this. Right. We really finna win this. Like, it's legit. Like, I stayed up that night until like maybe about one o'clock just watching like all the post game interviews, everything. Like, the city was lit that night. Oh my God. And no arrests have been made? Uh, I'm proud of St. Louis. St. Louis, I want to thank you. Thank you, man. Classy, man. For not shutting down the city in a bad way. Thank you. <laughs> we appreciate it. We do. Well, except for a few people trying to attempting to push the arch into the Mississippi River. But other than that. Oh, uh, stupid. Okay. But other than that, right. St. Louis, I want to say I, thank you. Listen, let me tell you how much our city showed up for the blues. So if you if you've never been here, like if if we have listeners from like you know like other cities, I I hope we do. Hint hint. Um, <laughs> we have Ballpark Village, which is 
it's like a little place or it's, it's a big place where we can go to like get food or watch games on like a big screen TV. And it's directly, it's like 10 feet or 10 big hops, like from the, our Cardinal stadium. So it's, it's like 10 big jumps, like from Bush stadium. So we have people at bar park village. We have people at the, at Bush stadium. They have people at the enterprise center. Like, like, um, it's, it's where the, um, it's where the blues play. All three of these places were sold out for watch parties. And then you had people outside, too. Listen, it's ma- major. That's major news, y'all. Like, the city came out. So, if if people could not get into the Enterprise Center, they went to um, um Bush Stadium. If they couldn't get into there, they went to Bog Park Village. And then let's not even count all of the bars around the city and people's homes, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Everybody was tuned in. Like this was something major for the city. Like I'm extra excited. Um like for me it's a different it's a different type of excitement because I did work there. Um I, I wanted it for them to get this. So I'm super I'm super proud of the boys. If you follow us on Instagram, I posted a video of me like talking in my room and I was screaming. Listen, y'all, it was lit. I was lit over here. I stayed up until like one o'clock just watching the news just to see like all the excitement on like on different people's faces. Amazing. Oh, I'm so proud. And okay. So if I were to give the MVP, I would give it to Jordan Bennington. Okay. He's a rookie, bro. For a while, he was cool or whatever. You know, you got the overall stats or whatever. That's cool. But Bennington. This rookie saved the butts, okay? 32 saves, really? Man. He made some impressive splits. Like, what? Like, come on, man. Oh, man, that dude, something else. He paid his butt off. He did. He did. He saved their butt. Like, Victoria, like, I don't think that people understand that when the hockey season restarts, to be at that very first game of the 1920 hockey season and they hoist oh. that championship banner, I'm going to I'm gonna have to buy me a ticket just for that. Oh. I'm going to have to buy a ticket just for that. MG. Oh, I would go. I'm definitely there. Got, got to. And here's why this is exciting. In January, the Blues were dead last in the overall league standings. Dead last. Dead last. But for us to come back, make the playoffs, and win it all, man, like, that's, like, legitimately, like, one of the best feelings ever. And uh, and uh, can I give a big, big shout-out to the interim coach, please? Because Jake Allen was originally the goaltender for this team, and he replaced him with Jordan Bennington, a rookie? Like, he need a bonus just for that. Like and Sean McAvoy, like I like him too, but this was a good decision to make. Who? I like Jake Allen as well, but I yeah. just, I just feel like putting Bennington in this position, this was a great decision to make. For sure. I, this championship is so big for the city. It's I I feel like this is gonna be like like she said, if you're from other cities, you just do not understand. Like unless like, your city has one for the first time, like y'all y'all will y'all will not understand how big this is. I mean like we've won like baseball championships because like you know, we do have the Cardinals. That's amazing. But right. we've been we've won the Super Bowl, you know. Yeah. 
we've well, I guess we don't have. To <laughs> I mean, I saw a meme that said we got we got rid of one stand, Stan Kroenke. We no longer want you, and we welcome a new stand. Ah, I like that. I like that. Lord Stanley. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I like that. Nice. <laughs> I, I saw a meme like that. I, I, I saw that. I'm just saying, like, this is, like, major. It's because, like, if you don't know, like, it's St. Louis. Like, bad stuff happened here. Like, and, I, and, like, you know, I know bad things happen everywhere. But this is going to bring, like, so much positivity to um our city. For sure. A lot of, a, a lot of light, good energy. Yeah, oh. bringing everybody together, different races. Like black black people don't watch hockey. Well, not a lot. Well, and I, for them to actually watch this game, I think I'm the exception. But whatever. I mean, you know, you, you're right. And I watched hockey when I was in middle school. Like I was, I loved hockey in middle school. I kind of fell off yeah. watching it, but I love hockey. I think the song in St. Louis, like for the rest of the year, is going to be Gloria. Oh yeah, it's yeah. definitely going to be Gloria. Today is actually our parade. Like, I'm watching it on TV, like, currently as we record this. And, like, the city is, the city is out. <laughs> it's blue oh, everywhere. Cool. It's supposed to be, like, around half a million people there. That's, it's like, the whole city. <laughs> I kid, I kid. The whole entire city and probably, like, surrounding small cities. Yeah, um, um, East St. Louis folks, this don't count for you. Go back home. <laughs> no shade against y'all, but listen. <laughs> If you're from St. Louis, once you cross that bridge, this is no longer apply to you. Okay? <laughs> like we might even being funny, but this does not apply to you. Uh, I mean, shade or no shade. <laughs> if you know the bridges we're talking about, once you get across the bridges, this no longer applies to you. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying. You're on the other side of the arch, going east, no longer applies. <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. No shade, but like it's really exciting. Like I watched a lot of the post game like interviews. Um, they did with like the players oh, and yeah. the staff, the alumni players. I watched the interview um that um Frank Cusimano did with Bob Plager. Bobby Plager was one of our Blues players who has been waiting fifty two years for this moment mm. to see him hoist. That's um like Stanley Cup final. I mean that like Stanley Cup like with the current players was amazing. Like just to see that, and I and I know for him the moment was like it was very special, but also bittersweet because his brother Barkley Plager he passed away, so he's not here to see this moment like really come to life. No, but yeah, it's cool to see like the older like people. Oh, yeah. who- the alumni players for the Blues they are around. They be at every game. They support the St. Louis Blues so hard. And I think uh, I think the players that have played on the team still live here. Yeah, they live here. Right. Like, like Bernie for Darko, they interview him. He is from Canada. He played for the St. Louis Blues. He's been here like 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 ever since he played for the team. Mm-hmm. Like, he was like my family loves it here. We love it. I stay all these years. I'm here. I'm here. I stay for this moment and like and just to see it manifest. It's amazing, right? And for uh, Patrick Maroon, oh, uh, for him, a St. Louis native, to play on the St. Louis Blues to win, like that's special. The hometown kid. 
That's that amazing. And like, I can't, I don't know about Victoria, but the very next day, which was Thursday, I went to work. I had on blue socks. <laughs> I seen those. I saw you posted. <laughs> I, yeah, I put them socks over my pants. I wanted everybody to see my socks. <laughs> everybody to see my socks. Oh, walking around tacky for that. I got you. Walking, walking around looking extra tacky. Just <laughs> extra tacky. Just for they want. So who cares? Who cares? But yeah, man, the city is popping. This parade looked actually like I was I was kind of nervous, like it was it was gonna rain. So well, it's not raining now. So they're down there, listen, they are down there in. But they will be there in ponchos, rain or shine, umbrellas. Look, they, they will be there. This is like a big deal for us, man. Like I don't think people understand like how exciting this is. And no. and let me just say like the Bruins play um, an amazing playoff. Oh, well, listen, I'm not even gonna talk about these these uh Bruin players crying like they're three years old. Let's 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 not, let's not go there. They were crying because that was hilarious. <laughs> they were crying like I saw they put the camera. On. It, was it was one of my video. They put the camera on him and I was like, "This kind of awkward." I want to cheer my team on, but he in my video. <laughs> Like what's going? Like sir, like I know you a little hurt, but come on, man, take the camera off this man. But at the same time, I don't care. They played us so dirty. Like I'm so glad we won on their turf. Like ah, see, they us made even good. better. Like we legit <laughs> won on their turf, bro. Exactly, and you still had those those Bruins uh fans still there booing while they were getting their trophy. Like why are you still there? Being a hater, man. Exactly. The Blues plays, though, are so lit. They came back the next day at 4 in the morning. I don't think any of them had slipped. It was fans waiting for them when they touched down. That's amazing, man. That lets you know the city is just, like, lit on fire. I can only just imagine what downtown is like currently, man. I know. It's uh, such a good thing for our city. I'm proud of y'all. I'm proud of y'all, and and oh yeah, shout out to Teresinko. You know he had his baby like uh like a week ago, a week ago. Yeah, his baby in the in the Stanley Cup. You see that? It was so cute. It was so cute. Newborn in the cup. <laughs> this is a major moment for the city, man. Like I, and then oh, and then we 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 look. We got to talk about uh, what's her name, Lila, Layla. Layla, sorry, and and uh, Petrangelo, she finally got to meet her her uh, her biggest fan. Yeah, it's just it's just really special what the St. Louis Blues and the and the and the organization has been doing like like with her, and like just just to see her like cherish this moment and be a part of that moment with them. It's it's amazing. It's an amazing moment. For sure. This is big, man. Like I don't think people understand like how exciting or or like how how long the CD is going to like ride this wave. I don't I'm going know. To ride this wave, like, so, all, so all the merch, all the ticket sales going to blow up. Now, oh, I, I will on the store that night. I know. <laughs> that night they were at the store buying stuff. I'm like, so y'all didn't want to go home first, but okay. Waited two hours at the was it did uh, Dick's Sporting Goods or whatever? Yes, yes. to get these shirts. I'm like, I'm, I will online. I'm good. I'm getting online. My best friend actually worked. Got me a shirt. I haven't went and got it yet, but I'm going to get my shirt. Mm. 
Shout out to He want that hat though. The hat they was wearing, I want that hat. That hat probably gonna cost you a grip. No, it's thirty four dollars, girl. Thirty four dollars, y'all. If y'all want that championship hat they was wearing, thirty four dollars. Thirty five. I do know downtown for the parade. I do know um they are giving away commemorative um like Budweiser bottles. I want the bottle just for just, yeah. just to keep. I don't like beer, but I want the bottle just just to keep it. Right. This is like. I'm excited for my CD. Congrats to the St. Louis Blues again. This is an amazing thing, man. So this let me pose a question to you, though. So, Do you think that the St. Louis Blues will defend their title next season? I hope. I hope so, too, man. I hope so, too. They they play hard. They, they passed the freaking Sharks. Okay. I hope they can defend this. I think... If if they can make it back just to the Western Conference Finals and get past that, that makes But I I feel like this I feel like winning this is going to is going to ignite that fire in them of like yeah we did it once we yep. can do it again. Yeah, come down from the bottom. Now we heard going to the top. Like it's possible. It's possible. Like so, yeah, they. They made this happen on their own. I feel like when they were dead last in January, they flipped the switch and got a new interim head coach. Yep. And changed in them. Keep yep. that same momentum going through the new season. Anything can happen. Nope. So it's safe to say that this interim coach will be the coach. <laughs> I, I'm waiting on the headline like when they when they offer this man the full-time position because I'm tired of saying interim in, in front of his name. Just give him the position. Like, he earned it. Definitely, he earned this position. Just go ahead and, and just give it to him. Like that's it. So I had asked somebody the other, well yesterday at work. I was like, "How? Just like how amazing would it be if the St. Louis Blues can win this season, and then also the and then also the Cardinals can win?" Oh man, that would oh this city would blow up. <laughs> but the Cardinals just gonna have to pick it up though. That's my only thing. I know, I know, I know. They they got some work to do. They didn't brought the horses out. Come on, Come on. <laughs> they got the horses out. Yeah, the- <laughs> and I'm watching the I'm watching the parade on TV. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, they brought the horses out. Yeah, from- oh, has a bush. The horses is out. Yes. Okay. <laughs> they got the it has a bush horses out here. Uh, they finna they finna be lit. Oh man. Uh, be safe downtown. Be safe. Be safe. I mean, turn the city up, but like, no, don't. <laughs> I feel like no, <laughs> but don't ruin it. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but no, <laughs> this is amazing, man. Like, I don't, I don't think people understand like how dope this is. I'm still like three. We won, like for real. Yeah, I'm still in. I'm still in that mindset of like we legit just want to stand right. Like, Ugh. This puts me in the mind frame of like now the Cardinals have won a championship. Yeah. We had a football team, like we won like Super Bowls and now our hockey team. We need a basketball team. That's yeah, it. but but look, we finally broke that curse of Boston always beating us. Cause you know we had we did have a basketball team, the St. Louis Hawks, y'all, back in like the sixties and stuff. And they beat us. And then the Red Sox beat the Cardinals at one point. You know what I'm saying? And then the Bruins beat us, the Blues, at one point. So it's yeah. like we finally got our revenge, okay? 
I hate Boston, man. I'm sorry. Revenge is sweet. Oh, and then then the then the Patriots beat us too. Probably, probably, probably. But yeah, we broke that curse. Good job, Blues. Yeah, and like, and shout out to all of these celebrities who are from here, like who are just as excited for us. Like I've seen, I've seen tweets and Instagram posts, like from from like Bradley Beal, Jason Tatum. Cedric the Entertainer. Got Ham was yeah. at the game. Tori was actually at the game in Boston. Oh, was he? Yeah. Shout out to all the fans who went to Boston for game seven. Y'all. Are- I know we did, y'all. We saw y'all showing up and showing out. We saw y'all. Shout out to y'all. Because I couldn't make it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or, you, or, you know, you probably got, they probably moved to Boston and still repping us. You know what I'm saying? I mean, whatever. Y'all was there. So. <laughs> <laughs> it counts. This is amazing, man. Like, I I think we're gonna live in this moment for a minute. Oh, for a long time. For a long time. This is this is a good this is a good thing. We str- we needed this. We needed this. Like, it's still kind of like not real. Like, we legit won the Stanley Cup. And when we say we, like, I haven't, I have never picked up a hockey stick, put on ice skates, pushed around a puck, but we say (laughs) we because, like, we live in this city, like, St. Louis is a different kind of breed. So when positive things happen here, it's great. Like, we revel in it. We bask in the enjoyment of seeing positivity float around. Right. Sports brings us together. Sports brings us Victoria. Yes, two claps for you. Hey, it does. Sports brings us together. That is a yes. That's a great way to put it. And yeah. hopefully, the Blues winning it lights a fire in the Cardinals. Okay, I don't, exactly. Please, because the same day they won the the Stanley Cup, the Cardinals lost <sighs> nine to zero. Great struggle, really. I've been telling y'all for weeks to struggle baseball over here, but but don't want to hurt me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I still got faith in my team. Whatever. Well, listen, you are an amazing person for that. Hey, they got to be loyal. Got to be loyal. They got to be loyal. (laughs) Well, this has been a great episode. Yes. Um... So, if you don't already, please follow us on our social media. If if you have not noticed our Instagram name, I did tweak it a little bit just so people can be more aware that we are a podcast. So, the Instagram name is WDWKAS Podcast. I just added the word podcast like, like behind the abbreviation. So, it's WDWKAS Podcast. That's our Instagram. Okay, and then follow us on Twitter at What Do Women Know One, and it's spelled A N O number one. Yeah, and don't forget to like you know listen to us on we are on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. Um, yeah, we lit. <laughs> That's it. Um, <laughs> as always, I am Bree Nicole, and I am Vicky D. Congrats to the Blues again. We'll see y'all next week. Peace.